Oh, hell. I don't even have the mic uncovered yet. <laughs> what the hell's going on? I gotta put my headphones on. So, what's up, guys? What's going on today? Hello? Hello? Why is. Oh, I gotta plug the headphones in. Happens every time. Look at that. Look at that. So I've been sitting up here trying to get ready for, I don't know, 45 minutes, maybe an hour. But um, I decided, ooh, there we go. <clears throat> I decided I was going to do some disk cleanup on my computer, and it's taking forever. I finally, well, I did a disk cleanup, and then I was doing a system uh, cleanup on the, on the drive, and it was just rolling and rolling and rolling. I started watching Deadpool 2 because I haven't seen it. You can see I've gone through 37 minutes of it so far. And it just kept going and going and going. I said, come on, man. It's got to be clean now. What the hell's going on? How long does it take to clean something? I mean, I cleaned both my cars the other day, probably in less time than it was taking to do this thing. And I finally just canceled it. Said, screw it. Did a restart. Made sure everything was kind of in its right place on a restart. And got to it guys because um, I'm ready to do it I shouldn't be hitting the table it's probably causing you probably hear it reverberating through all the way through here like comes up through here bam comes all the way up this little arm over this elbow comes all the way down here right to that little guy what's up what's going on it's been a little while since I talked to you last not really uh, last Wednesday I guess I put out a post you remember that one the depression episode how lame was that how depressing was that um apropos name i guess depression episode this is not going to be that episode this is going to be the not depression episode that's not going to be the name of the episode but we're not going into all that bullshit that i went into uh, last week that was nonsense i'm going to put that pin down because i'm just spinning it like a fidget spinner anybody have one of those i never bought one but um I had acquired one from somewhere. Where was it? I think it was at work when I was working at Coastal Coffee. Somebody had left one sitting out or um, somebody had given me one maybe. I don't know. Uh, it was fun for about five seconds. But this is the original fidget spinner. Just doing this right here. Fidget, 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 fidget. Spin, spin, spin. I don't even know what I'm talking about tonight. God dang it. I just realized I turned the AC on to cool this place down up here because I haven't been up here in a while <sighs> now that air is on again so I'm going to have to cut that out of the freaking audio oh, my life is so tough sometimes you know because as I've mentioned before I do this shit all by myself I don't have any interns I don't have any people helping me I don't have a co-host although I've had a couple people um, inquire about a co-hosting job maybe not a permanent job but on a a um, couple times a week basis or whatever. Well, I do a show a couple times a week. So no, not a couple times a week basis, but I don't know. A couple shows maybe. Anyway, let me start off with what I was going to start off with. Um, I got a couple notes here. But first off, I wanted to just say that the outreach, um, since my blow up last weekend on Facebook, and since my last episode, the depression episode, has been just phenomenal. It's been a little overwhelming. It's been a little surreal. Um, you know, I knew a lot of people uh, cared about me, but um, the response that I got from both of those things, from 
some of the outrageous, outlandish postings that I was making on Facebook, and then the actual episode that I put together last week has just, it's been crazy, man. There's been so many people hitting me up on Facebook, and then uh, sending me text messages, and commenting on um, Instagram, whatever, on the postings that I put out, that it's, uh, and, and even coming in to see me in person at Homegrown Brew House, 117 South Main Street, live music every Thursday and Friday nights, but it's just been phenomenal, and I really appreciate everybody reaching out to me, and I really appreciate everybody's thoughts and prayers and all that bullshit. No, I'm just kidding. I really appreciate everybody's thoughts and everybody's comments and everybody um, everybody's support and offering you know to do things and offering to have lunch and offering to um, talk or whatever, and I do appreciate it, and um, I'm going to get together with a few of these people and um, take them up on some of those things. But uh, everything's good, man. I'm on uh, tonight, um, I guess, uh, midnight or so, 11 o'clock. I don't know. Some, somewhere around there will be my sixth day with, uh, with no alcohol and no substances whatsoever, actually. So I'm doing it, man. You know, I can do anything really. I'm a bad motherfucker. I'm not going to lie. I am very strong-willed and a, a, a statement in an email that I got from my older brother kind of resonated with me when he said that, um, what did he say? He said he he has seen me be, let's just look it up. Let's take a look. Stand by. I don't really have a lot of things set up. I got tied into this movie. I haven't seen Deadpool 2 and I was supposed to be kind of getting some things ready and, and getting some websites together and, and kind of going over my notes and talking about seeing what I want to talk about. But I got distracted, guys. Ryan, uh, Ryan Reynolds, he's distracting. It's a funny movie so far. I don't know what's taking me so long to watch it, but I was watching uh, something else on Amazon. What the hell was I watching? I was watching Hannah, which is a fantastic show if you haven't seen it. I know I'm going off on a the tangent, which I normally do, but, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I was watching Hannah, the fantastic show. If you haven't seen that, please go take a look at it. It's very good. And once I got done with that, I ended up watching a show on Netflix called Chambers. Oh my gosh, another excellent show. If you like uh, thrillers and kind of mystery, putting things together, uh, if you like uh, the supernatural and witches and those type things. Take a look at Chambers on, on Netflix. That's a great show. I'll just write these things down, actually. Let me type these things. And then I went back to Amazon, left Netflix, because I wasn't really feeling anything on there, and came across uh, Deadpool 2 when I was going through my HBO channel, because I do not watch Game of Thrones, guys. I'm sorry. I know everybody's going to probably um, unfriend me and unfollow me because of that, but I don't. I don't watch it. So Hannah, Chambers, I'll get to whatever I was getting to. I don't even know what I was getting to. Oh, I know I was getting to the email right here. So Deadpool 2. I've also been watching uh, Warrior on Cinemax. That's a great show. You should check that out. It's based on the writings of Bruce Lee. Fantastic. You know I'm all about the Bruce Lee. So definitely check that out. If you don't have Cinemax, then don't. I don't know what, I don't know what to tell you. you got to have Cinemax to watch it, but... And then once I got done with the fourth episode of Warrior, I went through and I saw that there was a new season of Strike Back, which was a show that was on 
I don't know. It's been on since 2012 or 2011 or something. And the last season that I remember watching was 2017, and I thought it was ended. I thought it was done. But they've re... Um, what's, the, what's the word? Regenerated it? Regenerated it? Re, um, redone it with a, a different cast or something, I guess, I guess you could say. And it's now uh, Strike Back, blah, 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 something, some kind of name underneath the title. That just started back in January, so I'm kind of rewatching Strike Back, or not rewatching, but started watching that again, which was another phenomenal show, kind of a um, Secret Service, not Secret Service, um, you know, uh, Special Forces type thing or whatever, but uh, normally, uh, mainly British intelligence, but uh, this kind of has uh, some Yakuza, uh, Japanese stuff going on, it's got some Russians in it, it's got British, it's really good. If you like a lot of action and gunplay. All right, so let's get back to what the fuck I was talking about. <clears throat> so, yeah, something that resonated with me that kind of kickstarted me, which I didn't really need a kickstart, but it was it was the, it was the spark that I needed. So I want to thank thank my uh, my brother Bruce. Um, he said, uh, blah blah blah. I feel like you are a strong and disciplined person, and you are when you want to be. I've seen you get laser focused on things many times and achieve your goals. Um, so when I saw that, I said, you know what? You're right. I have been laser focused on many, many things, whether it be promotions in the military, whether it be achieving a, um, you know, a military leadership award during the uh, um, Airman Leadership School, or whether it be the uh, distinguished graduate during the non-commissioned officer academy or getting a step promotion to uh, Master Sergeant in the military, or achieving uh, running uh, 10Ks and half marathons and triathlons and marathons and ultra marathons, or competing in Spartan races and um, achieving the trifecta medal by doing a super and a sprint and a beast all within one calendar year. Whatever the case may be, I've always, if there was something I really wanted to do, I've been able to put my mind to it and do it. So that's what I'm doing now. So. Like I've said many times, I don't know, you know, how long this will last, um, but it's lasted six days so far, and I don't have any urge to stop at the moment, so it's uh, been nothing but sweet tea, uh, not sweet tea, unsweetened tea, I don't drink sweet tea, uh, this is a tea that I brought home from the Ice House tonight, it's uh, just a classic black tea, I'm not sure who made it, probably Lipton, uh, not Dale Lippin. But uh, that was on the podcast a couple weeks ago. But uh, Lipton tea, I really need to go refresh it and put some, put some more ice on it. All oh, the ice is melted. But so I just, I just been drinking uh, coffee. I've been drinking black tea, green tea, oolong tea. I had some uh, some ginger and turmeric tea last night. Uh, I'm trying to eat a little bit cleaner than I have been, <clears throat> and try and drop a few pounds. I've already dropped five pounds. So that's a good thing. And yeah, I'm laser focused. I'm dialed in. I'm ready to do this thing and kind of get back to feeling uh, the way I should feel, you know. And not that, you know, alcohol or uh, marijuana or any of that stuff is bad for you, but it can be bad in excess, just like anything else, just like uh, eating, just like sugar, just like caffeine, just like uh, too much sleep, not enough sleep. Anything in excess can be a bother. So it's all about balance. And right now I am balanced, extremely balanced. Um, 
went to work uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. No urges to, to have any alcohol. Don't need it. Don't want it at the moment. Had a great time. We had some uh, great music in there throughout the week. Who did we have in there Thursday night? I can't even remember. Oh, um, Thompson Falk was in there. He's always great. Fantastic talent. Beautiful voice. He was in there. And uh, Friday night, we had the great Paul Stone Project. And he's always a hoot. He brings the he brings the blues out there to homegrown. Let's see. Paul Stone. We'll talk about Thompson Falk. So, yeah, I had a great time over the weekend. Um, Saturday was surprisingly slow at the start of my shift and then toward the, the middle of that shift man it just everything blew up and it just got out of control so that was fine though made some good uh, cashola excuse me and then my goal was uh, that i set you know uh, wednesday after the podcast my goal was number one no drinking no substances let's clear my head let's get uh, let's get back on track um, number two was, uh, to start getting uh, better sleep. You know, I, I mentioned in that podcast, I would lay in bed sometimes 12, 13 hours a day. I just didn't want to get up. I just didn't want to move. I just wanted to stay there and just sleep. I didn't want to deal with any people. I didn't want to deal with any, uh, traffic. I didn't want to deal with anything really. And now I've, uh, reserved myself to seven to eight hours. That's my window. So I, I want to get at least seven hours, eight hours is my max at the moment. So I dialed my sleep back in. I'm feeling better. I'm getting up and doing stuff. Um, I got out. Uh, back to my goals. My goal was um, with those two things. Uh, my goal was to um, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. My days off this week was to make sure to get my cars cleaned up. I haven't touched my cars in months. Um, my truck. I might not have touched my truck in a year. To be honest with you, every time I would ride by a, uh, a car wash, or I think about just washing the car on the driveway myself. Um, of course, it's myself, it's me. I every time I would think about it, I would say, "Ah, screw it. Who gives a shit? What my car looks like is not a big deal. I'm not one of those guys that has to go out and get a weekly car wash to feel good about myself. Um, your car is not going to rot away just with a little uh, dirt and pollen on it, but but it makes you feel better. It really does, you know." Um, to look sharp, to look well-groomed, um, to have a car that's clean and smells good. You know, all those things are important. I, they're not the end-all, be-all for me, you know, possessions, um, material things. And I think that, you know, a car and a clean car is kind of a material thing in some aspect. But I decided, you know what, I think I'll feel a little bit better if I just kind of get all the contents out of my car. There's a lot of junk just laying around and uh, mail and uh, notes and letters and trash and, you know, empty water cups from, uh, wherever, whatever, straw wrappers, just stupid, silly things. So got both of the cars cleaned out, washed them, shined them up nice and neat. And, uh, I do feel better. It, it does feel better to kind of cruise around in a clean car. Um, so those things can matter. I'm not saying they have to matter. That is something that uh, needs to be done, but it makes you feel better sometimes, you know, smelling nice, looking clean, you know, a fresh haircut like I got today, you know, your nails cut, everything cleaned up. It makes a difference. It really does. Um, and it probably makes a difference to other people the way they, they view you as well. So not that I give a shit about that either, but 
But um, it makes other people feel good. It makes me feel good. So I did it. So I got uh, my goal was to get my cars cleaned up. So that happened. And my other goal was my main goal is I've just let my yard go. I mean, there's a few reasons for that. Um, I, I haven't really been hardcore on my yard, my Zen garden in probably a couple of years. And we all know why. I'm not going to go into it. Um, and then last year, I just, I just, I don't know. I was just busy. I was working a lot. I was, uh, and when I'd leave work, I'd come home and change and just go out. And I was hanging out with friends and people and going to see music and going to the beach. And next thing you know, it, it's, you know, it's either raining or I got, I got home too late. The day got away from me and I just didn't do anything with the yard last year. And it just grew out of proportion. Um, it's a very, uh, fertile yard and I let it go all season long last season, and now it's already been spring for a couple months now, really, realistically, and it just compounded everything that happened last year. So every single bed that I have, which is, uh, let's see, let me count them again. I've done it before. One, uh, it's kind of two, three, four, five, six, seven, realistically, eight different uh, beds around my yard that I have that have just gone haywire. I mean, there's the stuff that's supposed to be in there, and then there's three times the amount of stuff that should not be in there. Uh, number one being a lot of poison ivy, and I am allergic to poison ivy. So hopefully over the next, uh, counting today in the next two days, I don't uh, break out and you don't see me with a huge rash at work uh, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. But I try and do my best. Um, it gets me every year. I somehow rub into it or get it in it, or I hit it with the weed eater and it, it slings on me or something. I don't know how it gets on me, but it, it, I've been wearing my shirt uh, this week. But normally it gets all over my chest, all over my sides, my arms, my fingers, uh, the legs, somewhere. Um, but last year I did a better job at it. I, I watched some videos. And, you know, the thing is the oil in those plants that get you in um, the oil continues to spread sometimes, especially when you take a shower or whatever, you know, you're washing, you think you're washing it off, but the oil is, it's like motor oil. I mean, you ever get motor oil on your hands or on your, on your arms or something, you can't just wipe that stuff off with soap. I mean, you have to get some of that, uh, like lava soap and all these different hand cleaners and stuff that are, that will cut that stuff off of you. Um, so it's kind of the same thing with the oils that you get from the poison sumacs and the poison uh, ivies and the, the poison oaks. <clears throat> That oil, you have to get it off of there or else it's going to spread and you're going to get that rash. So if you can get in the shower immediately after dealing with that stuff, get you a, a, a washcloth or a, you know, a rough type of towel or cloth or something, lots of soap, and just scrub yourself and get that oil off of you in the shower. Um, and most people recommend tossing that, that towel afterwards. I do not. I, um, I continue to clean it off and... and and then throw it in the washer, and I haven't had a problem yet, but it seems to be working. If if I come in contact with that stuff and I scrub it off with a with a washcloth and some soap, it seems to to not get on me and or, or spread even. So that's what my goals have been since last week's podcast. Um, no drinking, no substances. Um, work hard. What was the, what the fuck? That was? Oh, the sleep thing. <laughs> 
get my cars cleaned up and get my yard back in order because I think all those things kind of are, are were leading to some of my depression. I'd wake up every day and be like, oh, look at this fucking car. Look at this goddamn piece of shit. Look how dirty it is. Oh, my God, I need to clean it. Oh, look at this yard. Oh, look at all these weeds. Look at this. Look at this. These boards are broken over here. Oh, my God. When am I going to fix that? Oh, screw it. It's too late now. It's overgrown. So I think that was kind of leading to some of my my uh, sadness, I guess. But So I'm feeling good, guys. I've been out there the past couple of days, nonstop, all day long, enjoying some uh, sunshine, some vitamin D. I've had Leia out there. She's been following me around the yard, laying right next to me when I'm working in a flower bed or whatever, walking back and forth across the yard while I'm mowing the grass. She was out there watching me uh, uh, wash the cars yesterday, gave her a bath in the driveway since I had the hose and the soap out there. I said, why not just uh, give her a bath to get her cleaned up? So, did all that. So, again, thanks to everybody that reached out and that continues to reach out and are concerned. Uh, there's no need to be concerned. Everybody just calm down, guys. Um, this guy is not going to do anything to harm himself or harm anybody else, I promise you. And, and those of you that know me know that that uh, would never happen, that that's not me. I'm too, I'm way too strong for that. So. Um, what else? Um, speaking of Leia, as a matter of fact, let's do that. Let's do that real quick. What do we got here? So we did that already. Um... Oh, well, before we do that, so yeah, I got this uh, tea from from the Ice House. Um, I went up every Monday night. Joshua Jarman plays up at the Ice House from 6 to 9, I believe. So occasionally, you know, every couple weeks or so, I'll go up there and, and check him out and get some food. I went up there tonight. Uh, a friend of mine, Rich, was up there. Uh, I got to see him, shake his hand a little bit. Uh, he invited me to, to sit with him, but I was trying to put this podcast together, so I declined and... and uh, went to a table by myself and who else Matthew Chrisman was there with a, another gentleman I can't remember his name uh, they were sitting down there listening to Joshua as well I got me a 12 ounce ribeye steak with some blue cheese on top and uh, double asparagus instead of getting the potatoes and man it was delicious and then I got the tea as well I took some home with me so that was a good time uh, took a break from the yard work, left out the house about uh, 6 o'clock and got over there about 6.15 or so and, I don't know, sat for a couple hours. Had a good time. So that was that. But anyway, speaking of Leia, so I'm out um, <clears throat> a couple weeks ago or a week and a half ago or something, beginning of last week, I guess, and my roommate sends me a text and says, there's a possum in the house. <laughs> And I said, show me. I said, what are you talking about? There's a possum in the house. Where's this possum? And he said, it's stuck behind the TV. It won't come out. And I said, I need to see this possum. So he got his, uh, he didn't have his phone at the moment. His phone was broken and um, he was on his computer uh, texting back and forth with me. So he picks up his uh, his Apple, his Mac computer and points the, <laughs> points the, the camera down behind the TV and I see this little possum sitting back behind the subwoofer behind the TV and he just got his teeth all snarled up and he's like, ah. he's just, uh, he's not, or she was not very happy sitting back there. So I told Tommy, I said, come on, man, you got to get that thing out. You got to get it out of the house, man. I don't want that thing in my house. So he said, how do I get, how do I get it out? I said, I don't know. There's a shovel out in the backyard. Just kind of scoop it up and, you know, carry it out the, out the door and just you know, toss it out in the yard, I guess. 
So he was trying to um, get it out from behind there, I guess, with the shovel because I saw the dirt back behind the TV. So I, I know he had the shovel. And uh, he texted me back and said that uh, it just scurried out of the house on its own. So it left. And that was early last week. Well, all of a sudden, yesterday, when I'm out uh, cleaning the cars, <clears throat> I went around to the backyard to get something out of this little box I got on the back deck, um, at, at, out right at the back of the house. Opened up the box. I think I was getting some gloves. No, I was getting the soap out, actually, to, uh, to give um, Leia a bath. I looked over on the love seat that's up on the deck underneath the, uh, the covered area, and there's a possum, a baby possum, you know, about yay big, about as big as this cup, I guess. And it is, it, it wasn't playing dead. I could tell it was dead uh, just by the way it was laying. It wasn't just kind of like laying, like just laying down. It was all curled up like it had, had died and uh, rigor mortis had set in, those type things. So um, it was not playing dead, I promise you. It was dead. I think uh, Leia had a little too much fun playing around with it. So I buried it. And, uh, you know, said a little prayer over the top of it, whatever. Not really. But, you know, I said, come on, lady. You can't be killing stuff in the backyard, man. Live in harmony with the, with the animals that is the habitat that is our backyard. Because there's a lot of action going on out there. I mean, everything from hummingbird to bumblebees to, to honeybees to wasps to um, all kind of varieties of birds, squirrels. Uh, there's a raccoon that uh, hangs out around back there, and now there's possums, uh, lizards, skinks. There's a lot of stuff going on in my backyard, guys. It is crazy town back there, but it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's one of the, the big things I've loved about this house the entire time, I, even when I was buying it. And the, uh, the previous owners were telling me about all the wildlife. It's actually a wildlife habitat. Um, I'm not going to go into that tonight, but... So anyway, the story goes, <clears throat> so I found that one, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm in the house uh, last night watching uh, the TV shows that I mentioned on, on the TV, and I'm sitting in my recliner, all of a sudden, uh, Leia comes in through the doggy door, she comes walking around the couch, drops a possum on the carpet right in front of me, <laughs> what are you doing, same thing, another possum about the size of this cup. And drops it on there. Hair is all kind of a mess, you know, from being in her mouth or whatever. Um, doesn't look injured at all. Doesn't look like they're, you know, she wasn't chewing on it and had it all busted open or anything. The, the possum is definitely just plain dead. So I'm like, Leia, come on, man. What are you doing? Don't be bringing possums into the house. Play with them outside if you want to play with them, but don't bring them in. So I go over and I get a little, uh, get my, I get a little glove on. And I pick it up by the tail. I carry it outside. I dropped it gently over the back fence so it's not coming back into the yards because she's just going to bring it right back in the house you know if it starts scurrying around and what i found out is possums don't intentionally play dead um is it it's an involuntary reaction i'm, I'm going to tell you about this a little bit here on uh, some facts that i found about possums because i started doing some research on possums once all this started happening so she does that i'm like lay i scolded her a little bit hey leave the possums outside don't bring them inside no don't bring the possums inside uh, don't even mess with them. Just leave them alone. Leave them out there. So I scolded her a little bit. She got up in her little chair and put her ears back. And was like, oh, I'm sorry. I was just trying to bring you a little present, Dad. Um, I don't know, five, ten minutes later, I hear the doggy door flap, clap, clap, clap. And I, I knew she had gone back outside. So I go to the door and I turn the light on. I said, Lake, get back in here. I said, get in the house. 
So I kept trying to, I paused my TV show, kept trying to get her to come back in the house uh, periodically. So she wasn't out there hunting, you know, possums in the, in the dark because their possums are nocturnal. Well, uh, lo and behold, what, I don't know, 45 minutes, an hour go by. Here comes Leah through the doggy door, drops another possum right in front of me. And this one looked nice and clean, like she hadn't really mouthed it too much. Um, and it's just laying there playing possum like they do. And um, the other one, the first one, his teeth were all snarled up and his tongue was kind of sticking out. I mean, the classic... Uh, you know, scary uh, possum site that everybody gets scared of thinks they're just like these crazy uh, rabies-ridden um, possums and they, they're just disgusting and dirty and all this kind of stuff. And we'll get into that. This one, all nice and clean, laying there nice and sweet, you know, just like uh, it had died in its sleep, nice and peacefully. Fur was all kept and, and smooth. Mouth was all shut, no tongue sticking out, nothing. Um, and, and this thing talks about some odors sometimes. I, I didn't get any odors out of these things. Tommy said he did with the mother that was in there earlier. Um, and they're marsupials, by the way. Uh, so these babies had... He, he says that um, that the, the mom possum looked a little plump, you know, when, when he shoot her out. So they actually, you know, carried their young kind of like, like a kangaroo or something does. So very interesting stuff when I was looking it up. <clears throat> so anyway, second possum, or the third really, second possum in the house that she brought into me. So I picked that one up, tossed it out. Um, and then eventually I ended up putting the, the little slide thing on both the duck. I got two doggy doors out the back of the house. I put the slides back on both of them so she wouldn't go back out. Because I got tired of having to get up, put my shoes on, turn the lights on, get out in the backyard, all the way to the back of the house, to the back of the yard. <clears throat> it was getting annoying, so I, I locked her up said you're not going out anymore tonight so opened the doors back up at about 6 30 this morning so she could go out and do whatever and um, i knew those guys would be gone at that point i think they're under my shed i'm not sure because i went out there last night with a flashlight after i took the first one out and i started looking trying to figure out where these guys might be hiding out and it looked like one of the bricks i've got uh, bricks that are all around the base of the shed kind of keeping things from going underneath it snakes critters whatever uh, one of the little bricks was kind of askew, and you could see some dirt had kind of been scuffed up like uh, Leia was trying to get up, you know, under the shed. So I kind of fixed that, put that back together. So I think they're under the shed somewhere, because I looked all around in the beds and everywhere I could think of to look, and I didn't see any uh, little nest or family of <clears throat> possums sitting out there, so... Anyway, that's what's been going on, guys. And then I started looking it up, and I said, you know what? Let's look up. Um, I'm kind of big into symbolism and, and uh, weird stuff that happens and stuff that crosses my path and what have you. Oh, look at that cute little guy. Look at that cute little possum. They're kind of cute when they're not playing dead and have their teeth all snouted up at you. Matter of fact, I think it's in this fact thing. They have 50 teeth. They have the most teeth of any mammal, I think is what it says. What do we have, 32 34, maybe? 36? How many teeth do we have? I don't know. I'm not worried about my teeth right now. But anyway, <clears throat> so this is, let's see, possum symbolism. 
If a possum is laying across your path, you are being asked to lay low and blend into the fabric of your surrounding. Things are not entirely what they appear to be at this time, so simply say nothing and do nothing. Allow yourself the space and time to see things for what they really are. Alternatively, possums are letting you know that the universe is working behind the scenes to fulfill your dreams. Be patient, allow things to develop, and trust that you will know the exact moment to make your move. Take a passive stance in all that is happening around you. So I thought it was kind of fitting for, you know, what was going on last week and uh, the feelings I was having and the depression episode and all that kind of stuff. So if a possum is your animal totem, you are highly intelligent and prefer to use your brains and your wits as opposed to your physical strength to get what you desire. You understand the use of diversion and strategy in all situations. Situations. You have a habit of coming out of nowhere to step into successful, successful situations. Most people never see you coming until it's far too late and you have won the game. You are known as a very sensible and down-to-earth individual by your peers, work well in group situations, and tend to rise to the top inconspicuously. As career choices go, you make a great magician, strategist, publicist, or stylist. I mean... That kind of fits me to a T, guys. And to have four possums all of a sudden in my life and in my house and behind my TV and on my back porch, I don't know. Some people, you know, they believe in the, in the universe and the things that, that come across your path and the, uh, the things that happen. Um, you know, some people say that's a higher being. Some people say um, it's just happenstance, whatever. I don't know. I don't know if I believe in any of it, but it's interesting nonetheless. That right? Nonetheless, yeah. Um, blah 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 blah. So that's all I saw on that. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I thought that was very interesting. Very interesting. Matter of fact, that movie uh, or that TV show I watched the other night, Chambers, has a lot of symbolism. Uh, it's based out of uh, New Mexico, Arizona. You know, border uh, around a lot of reservations, Indian reservations and stuff. And you know, they're big on this type of stuff for sure. And um, the bad stuff that was happening. There was some wolves and there was some crows and, you know, these type of things that that uh, these guys knew were symbols of something bad getting ready to happen. So, possum. Possum might be my totem animal, I guess. So, with that said, let's look at some facts about possums. How about that, guys? You want to do that? Is this interesting to you at all? I don't know. I had a name for this episode already, but it might be the possum episode. It might be the playing possum episode. I don't know. You'll find out. All right, so here we go. This one, uh, 13 facts about possums. Some of the most misunderstood animals in the Americas. They're often thought of as dim-witted, dirty creatures whose most impressive trick is acting like roadkill. The truth is just the opposite. Possums are smarter, cleaner, and more beneficial to humans than many of their woodland neighbors. Let's see, we're going to do 12 facts because I'm not going to get into this first one. But opossums and possums are not the same, aren't the same animal, but we'll get in, we won't go into that. They're the only marsupials found north of Mexico. Marsupials, mammals that carry or nurse their young in pouches, are absent from much of the world. And in Canada and the United States, opossums are the sole representatives of the group. Like other marsupials, mother possums give birth to tiny, underdeveloped offspring called joeys that immediately crawl into a pouch where they live and nurse during their first months of life. 
Only once they've grown big and strong enough to do uh, strong enough do they venture out, transitioning between their mother's back and the warmth of the pouch until they mature into adults. I'm going to show you this picture here too once I get to this one. <clears throat> so this fact is they can't choose when they play dead. And this is exactly the site that I saw. Uh, I can't really get to it here. This is exactly the site that I saw last night twice. And this was like the first one. This one had like kind of the messy hair. Like she, you know, lay it kind of nibbled on her a little bit and kind of rolled her around in, in her mouth. So that's what they look like when they're playing dead. That's exactly what both of these guys looked like last night laying right in front of me. But they can't choose when they play dead is what this thing says. So, Jesus, come on, man. Okay. What just that? Mm, I hope that didn't mess up my thing here. Let's see. No, it looks like it's still recording. Perhaps the most famous characteristic of the possum is its tendency to play dead in front of predators. When the animal experiences intense fear in the face of danger, it seizes up and flops to the ground where it can remain for hours, staring blankly ahead and sticking out its tongue. It's an impressive defense mechanism, but its effectiveness can't be chalked up to the possum's acting skills. Possums have no control over when they play dead or for how long they do it. The comatose-like state is an involuntary reaction triggered by stress. Interesting, right? I think it is. I don't know. An offensive odor sells the performance. Fact number four, a picture of a possum playing dead doesn't really do it justice. To get the full experience, you need to be standing over it to, over it to smell the putrid, odor, it, the putrid odor it emits when pretending to be a corpse. The smelly substance it secretes from its anus is just one more reason for foxes and bobcats to look for their dinner elsewhere. I did not get that smell last night either time. Um, I don't know. Maybe I just smelled bad already from all the, the work I'd done in the yard. Uh, number five, they slow the spread of Lyme disease. Even if possums aren't the cutest creatures in the forest, they should be welcome addition to your backyard. Unlike other animals, mammals, that carry ticks and therefore spread Lyme disease, unlike, unlike other mammals that carry ticks and therefore spread Lyme disease, possums gobble up 90% of the ticks that attach to them. According to the National Wildlife Federation, a single possum consumes 5,000 of the parasites per tick season. That means the more possums that are in your area, the fewer ticks you'll encounter. How about that? Their memories are surprisingly sharp. Oh, look at that cute little guy right there. <laughs> possums have impressive memories, at least when it comes to food. Researchers found that possums are better at remembering which runaway led which runway led to a tasty treat that rats, cats, dogs, and than rats, cats, dogs, and pigs. So compared to rats, cats, dogs, and pigs, they had a better memory of which tasty, where the tasty treat, uh, which, which runway had the tasty treat. They can also recall the smell of toxic substances up to a year after trying them. Number seven, they're immune to most snake venom. While most animals look at a snake and see danger, a possum sees its next meal. The animals are immune, immune to the venom of nearly every type of snake found in their native range. Uh, the one exception being the coral snake. Possums take advantage of this adaptation by chowing down on snakes on a regular basis. So they get ticks out of the yard and possibly snakes, poisonous snakes, guys. Researchers have been trying to harvest possums' anti-venom powers for decades. A few years ago, a team of scientists made progress on this front when they recreated a peptide uh, found in possums and found that mice, given the peptide, and rattlesnake venom 
were successfully protected from the venom's harmful effects. That's pretty amazing. Number eight, they almost never get rabies. And see, here I was thinking last night when I'm, I'm going to pick this guy up because I didn't know that, that they were comatose, that they weren't just faking. I thought as soon as I went to pick them up that they were going ah, to attack me and get me. Um, but they had no control over that, so they didn't move whatsoever when I picked them up. Um, and I thought, okay, Leia, you got to leave these things alone because you're going to get rabies. And um, I was scared of maybe getting rabies. So fact number eight, while possums aren't totally immune to rabies, a few cases have been documented. Finding a specimen with this disease is extremely unlikely. Marsupials, like possums, have a lower body temperature than the uh, placental mammals that dominate North America. In other words, their bodies don't provide a suitable environment for the virus. Number nine, their tail acts as a fifth appendage. This little cute guy is hanging from a tree with his tail. Possums are one of the handful of animals with uh, prehens prehensile tails. These appendages are sometimes used as, as an extra arm. They can carry grass and leaves for building nests or grip the sides of trees to provide extra stability while climbing. They can even use their tails to hang from branches upside down. Ba, 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 ba. But it's a myth that possums sleep this way. Their tails are only strong enough to hold them for a short amount of time, so they don't sleep in the trees upside down. Number 10, they're constantly self-grooming. Thanks to their whole acting and smelling like a corpse routine, opossums aren't known as the most sanitary animals in nature, but they take cleanliness very seriously. The Washington Department of Fish and Wildfire writes, Wildlife writes that possums, like house cats, use their tongue and paws to groom themselves frequently and thoroughly. Possums large, largely lack sweat glands, and this behavior is believed to help them cool down. It also has the added effect of rendering them odorless when they're not secreting stinky predator repellent, that is. Uh, their eyes aren't totally black. I won't go into that one. That's the next fact. Number 12, they're social creatures. It was long assumed that possums like to keep to themselves, but a study published in the journal Biology Letters suggests that they have a social side. Blah, 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 blah. They live in dens, even if they weren't mates. In one case, 13 white-eared possums of various age groups were cohabitating in the same space. Male and female possums living in and in the wild may even build nests together as a way to trigger the female's reproductive hormones. And number 13 fact, their reproductive systems are complicated. The way it gives birth and raises its young isn't the only thing that's interesting about the possum's reproductive life. Females have two vaginal tracts and two uteri, and males in turn have a forked or bif bifurcated penis. Is that how you say that? Bifurcated? Bifurcated? Bifurcated. Who knows? Look it up, guys. Pronounce it the way you want to pronounce it. This is fairly typical for marsupials, but when European colonizers first landed in North America centuries ago, they didn't know what to make of the confusing genitalia. One explanation they came up with was that male possums impregnated females through the nose. So there you go, guys. I thought I'd educate you guys a little bit tonight on possums because I've seen uh, four of them, three in person, recently, very recently, as recently as last night, which will be two days ago when you, when you hear this, see this. All right, so there you go, guys. Possums. That's what's been going on in my house. Lots of possum juice, but no smells. All right, what we talk about? Uh, people reaching out to me, Joshua Jarman. We talked about possums. Uh, six days, 
uh, no substances, getting normal seven to eight hours of sleep. Um, I heard something the other day that, that resonated. Maybe life doesn't suck. Maybe it sucks the way you're living it. Something to think about. Uh, never going to hurt myself. Stopped caring about the cars in the yard, house. We talked about that. Uh, next thing, yeah, part of the yard thing. I'm going to get that done. The cars are clean. Uh, interior of the house is, is getting a, a scrub down here shortly as well. We talked about possums. Quote from Joe Rogan that I heard today on, a pod, on his podcast, uh, or a clip from a podcast um, a little while ago. Uh, Joe Rogan says, We are saddled down by so much mental horseshit that keeps people from action. So, what does that mean? We get bogged down by the things in our head, so much horseshit, stuff that we think about, breakups, financial uh, things, work, traffic, commutes, relationships. We get so caught up in all this horseshit that uh, it keeps us from action, keeps us from doing the things that we need to do. It bogs down our hard drive. Let's put it that way. Like the hard drive I was trying to clean up today gets bogged down, gets fragmented, um, gets too full, got too much, uh, you're thinking about too much on your plate and it bogs you down just like a hard drive, just like this computer. I got to go in and I got to clean this computer up occasionally. I got to defrag it. I got to got to run a scan disk on it make sure there's nothing broken. There's nothing uh, malfunctioning that we need to fix. Uh, the same thing with your mind. Your mind is the hard drive of your body. Um, you've got to, you have to get in there and clean that sucker up from time to time. You have to get in there, whether it be, you know, taking a break from alcohol, whether it be getting better sleep at night, whether it be exercising, whether it be dialing in your uh, nutrition a little bit better, uh, whether it be dumping some shit that you've been holding on to, you know, uh, you got all these files that you've been holding on to and you don't need them anymore. Dump them, get rid of them. Uh, and that can be thoughts. It can be memories. It can be uh, bad things that happen to you. It can be breakups. It can be uh, getting fired. It can be going to jail. It can be getting a speeding ticket. It can be whatever. It could be anything, really. And, and it's something different for each individual. But um, just you have to get in there and you have to clean those files out. You have to defrag that hard drive and kind of line things back up again, get things running optimally once again. And then, you know, a little bit down the road, you'll have to do that again. And it's a constant uh, maintenance of your internal hard drive, guys. So I think that's what uh, was being said there by Joe Rogan. So clean up your hard drive and maybe things will run better is all I'm saying. So that was the other thing I had. And... Um, I don't know, guys. I think that's about it, man. I didn't want to spend a whole lot of time tonight on this whole thing. I'm at, uh, what are we at? We're at 47 minutes right now. We talked about uh, mostly possums, really, <laughs> which is a, could be a whole other show all in, a, in, in, in and of itself. Why can't I talk tonight? My mouth is kind of dry, really. I think it's because I'm drinking all this unsweetened tea. All right, so what did we learn today? We learned that uh, you can have a bad day. You can have a bad week. You can have a bad year, but you can overcome it. And, you know, some people will need some help overcoming that. And some people, 
have the internal drive, the internal uh, software program that they need to fix it themselves. Some people have to go out and buy new hardware. They have to use somebody else's or software. Some people have to go out and use somebody else's software that they've developed to to help uh, with their problems. I've already I already have a, a software downloaded in my head that um, that works for me, and all, all I have to do is activate it and open that software up and use it. And that's what I did last Wednesday. So things are going great. Things are going good. I appreciate all the concern. Again, all the thoughts, all the um, all the reach out, all the contact, all the love, and I love you guys. And I hope um, I hope that it shows. I hope that that you guys continue to listen, that you get something out of this show, and I hope today you learn something about marsupials, about possums, um, about, uh, you know, uh, cleanliness and, and keeping things neat and and the upkeep on things, uh, you know, can, and can kind of be a mental uh, positive for you and that you got to clean that hard drive out, man. You got to, sometimes you just got to get in there and you got to scrub it out. You got to dump some files. You got to reboot and get back to that optimal operating system, right? Uh, last thing I'll, I'll leave you with here. Uh, There's something else I heard today. It's not how many listeners you have, speaking of podcasts, it's not how many listeners you have, but how many are listening. I don't know. I just kind of like that. It's kind of like that. I hope you keep listening. And I'll talk to you soon, guys. Talk to you soon.